to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have America's mayor back. It is uh, the Honorable Rudy Giuliani. Rudy, how are you? Good to see you. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing very. I'm, be- I'm better now, Mr. Mayor, because I get to talk with you for a while. Um, <laughs> you you know, there's so much going on in the world, but I want to talk about what's happening right behind you. And, and let me ask you, as a prosecutor, as a mayor, as a legal mind, I know what the First Amendment says. I know what my rights are. Can I shut down Times Square and Fifth Avenue and stop anybody from enjoying their freedom to travel in New York because I'm for Hamas? Can I just shut it down and get away with that? No, no, you have to. I mean, first, first of all, uh, in order to get into the streets, you got to get a permit. Uh, I, I think after I left being mayor, somebody forgot that. I never let people get to the streets of New York without getting a permit. Uh, you can demonstrate on the sidewalks but you can't demonstrate on the streets. So number one, they should have gotten a permit. Number two, right. if they were going to do it on uh, 42nd Street, I would move them somewhere where they didn't completely block traffic in New York. Uh, and often I would go to court over these things and and, and make compromises. Uh, one time Black Lives Matter wanted to have 40 blocks of Harlem because they said they were going to have, not Black Lives Matter, a million man march. Right. They were going to have a million men. Well, they actually had about two, about 4,000. And, <laughs> and I went to court and we got it down to two blocks. Okay. And, uh, but nobody, nobody's, nobody plans anymore in New York. New York, Adams, it just happens to him. Being mayor happens to him and then he reacts. I And Rudy, in watching it, uh, you've got 8 million people that you're dealing with and they just have to stop because somebody's mad at Israel. And somebody's and somebody wants to support Palestine, and then we take it to the next level where they're actually trying to give verbal support and maybe asking people to act in support of Hamas. I mean, that would be like having uh, letting Adolf Hitler send his propaganda campaign to New York during World War II and letting them just march down Forty Second Forty Second Street. Does that make any sense? Is that legal? It is. It is. It is legal. I mean, it is legal. It. It. it if it were the other way around, it wouldn't be legal. I mean. the the Biden administration has cut out the First Amendment for anyone, yes. uh, anyone advocating for Trump or for uh, uh, what would be called conservative causes. Uh, but the I mean, the old rule was uh, basically you could go very, very far uh, before before you got arrested based on speech. And we had to tolerate even uh, Nazis, even communists. Uh, because of free speech. But I guess we can't tolerate uh, Americans who believe the election was stolen in 2020. They're not allowed to speak. You're, you're not allowed to say that even if you have proof of it. It is uh, Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, well, CS. Well, no, well, I'm going to ask you about that in a second because there's a very specific question about that whole thing that I want to ask you about in a minute. But let me let me continue with this. I'm sure you've seen the pictures out of Washington, D.C. with Rashida Tlaib, somebody who's been elected to our Congress, out there leading and I would say inciting in some measure um, protesters in Washington, D.C. A lot of people have been arrested inside the Capitol now. But these people are are out there rallying for a terrorist organization, Hamas. And she is lying, a sitting member of Congress, that Israel somehow bombed a hospital when we know it was either Islamic Jihad or Hamas who, start, who, who, who shot that missile off. What can be done there? Again, she's got the right to freely speak, but if she's I literally mean, inciting violence, there's something else there, no? Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they've, they've put people in prison for that, those January 6th people, right? And she's knowingly lying, too. Yeah, and that's what they—that—that's part of it. Like, uh, aren't, aren't they saying uh, in Georgia that Trump and I and and uh, Professor Eastman, uh, you know, we were no, knowingly lying? 
we 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 say we were telling the truth because we right. have evidence, but they don't. You were, but she is knowingly lying, and she's uh, supporting a, a terrorist group. At a minimum, they should throw her the hell out of Congress. I mean, United States congressmen should not be going around supporting groups that are officially. Hamas is officially designated as a terrorist group. Right. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not me saying it. It's uh, the, the United States government oh, and just about every other civilized government in the world. Right. So, so we're watching this unfold in Washington. Well, maybe the Speaker of the House will censure her. Oh, that's right. We don't have a Speaker of the House right now. Rudy, what do you make of that whole, that whole garbage? You had one idiot from Pennsylvania today in the vote for Speaker of the House voted for John Boehner. I kid you not, Mike Kelly from Pennsylvania said the name John Boehner. These guys think it's a joke. They think that we're playing a game here. We need leadership in Washington. What, listen, you're one of the strongest guys with the strongest backbone that I know. What advice would you give people in Congress right now to stop playing this game? Uh, how about our country? I mean, there, there's, there, there, the United States is engaged, uh, not directly, but very, very close to directly in what could be two major wars in two different theaters. Uh, American lives are, are, uh, are in jeopardy as a result of this. We, we've got American hostages right now. Right. Uh, we, we think it's, what, 13, 14, maybe 20, uh, could be more. Right. But anytime we have American hostages, it would seem to me your petty little grievances should get resolved in favor. Just pick somebody. My goodness. How, uh, I, I happen to think Jim Jordan would be a great speaker. How, how, how can he be so bad that you, that you don't take him and just get it over with? You've got 20 people in the party that we gave the power to who voted against him yesterday. 20 people. And again, yeah. Rudy, they must think it's a game. The Democrats are cracking up. Hakeem well, Jeffries, Hakeem Jeffries got more votes than, than Jordan did. Yeah, and, and one of them, I just heard him on television saying he didn't like the way uh, the way uh, – uh, Jordan's people were negotiating. Come on, with Scalise's people. I mean, what? What are we in kindergarten? Scalise voted for Jordan. Scalise voted. Negotiate tough. Scalise voted for Jordan. That should okay, be enough. So we, maybe one guy. They they tried to make a deal. Oh my goodness! They Jordan tried to make a deal. We can't vote for him. It's nuts. It doesn't make any I don't sense. I know what's going. I don't know what's going wrong with him. Luckily, it's a small number. Unluckily, the small number means something. You know, it's I mean, a, it, it, if we had won by twenty, this right. wouldn't be a problem. But thirty, unfortunately, and by, we and by, by the way, we and by the way, we should have. And the Senate should be in the hands of Republicans too. We could talk about that next time. It's Rudy Giuliani, great talk show every single day. WABC, America's Mayor. He's the guy. This guy, the Rudy Giuliani, who learned how to use RICO and use it effectively to take down the crime families in New York. Let me ask you about multiculturalism that plays into the entire thing that we're seeing today. In our homeland, in Italy, in Lampedusa, you had thousands and thousands of people showing up from the coast of Africa in boats that many say are being funded by George Soros. He clearly wants to change the Western world, and it's happening. We're seeing it in Dearborn, Michigan. We're seeing it in New York City. We're seeing it in Washington, D.C. We're seeing it in Rome. We're seeing it in Sydney, Australia. Multiculturalism doesn't work, Rudy. And and just yesterday, and this really jumped out at me, and I want your comments on it, King Abdullah of Jordan said, not I not Jordan, and not Egypt will take one refugee who are Palestinian. Yet the rest of the world has to take them. Make me understand why we, in the Western civilized world, have to be the ones that are the doormat. That's the first thing I tweeted this morning when I got up, uh, because uh, uh, Nikki Haley made a comment uh, saying that uh, 
you know, there are good, good Palestinians, good uh, Gazans and bad Gazans, and we should be open to the good ones. And, and I'm saying, well, yeah, we should be open to it after Egypt and Jordan and these other places. Are open. Exactly right. Rudy, who are the good people coming across our southern border? We don't know. We have no idea who these people are. No, Yet people like Nikki Haley. Well, of course there are good and bad ones, Nikki. Can you tell us who's who? No, you can't tell who's who. We don't vet them. Uh, uh, we don't even vet the ones that we stop, much less the ones we never get to see. For everyone that comes in that we stop, there's at least one that comes in that we never get to see. And uh, uh, people that I know in... in uh, immigration, and I used to be in charge of immigration, so I know a little bit of what I'm talking about. I think it's about two to one. So let's say we have uh, two million coming in last year that Biden let in. There's another two million that nobody ever saw. Crazy. Given the fact that the cartels run the border, the criminal cartels, Mexican cartels, the worst ones are the ones we don't get to see, because that's who they get the big money from. So, you know, they'll get a regular fee for the people they're pushing over the border. They'll push some pretty dangerous people in with them. But if they get like big money from ISIS or they get big money from uh, other Islamic terrorist groups or from the Chinese to get a spy in, they'll, they'll make sure they run a diversion and they bring those people in. What do you think we're dealing with? We're dealing with highly sophisticated organized criminals. When I say Mexican cartels, don't think of the, of the Mexican gangs of 30 years ago. Yeah. These people are as sophisticated as the mafia, as sophisticated as the Colombian cartels. And yeah, by the way, by the way, they're not just Mexico. They are actually here now in this country running operations. It is, uh, it, it's Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani CS. Go to his website. Go follow his Twitter every day. I saw that tweet this morning and I thought that it was masterful. Let me ask you this. You've been negotiating great deals for good people for a long time. How can you ever see a solution in the Middle East. How does that happen when Hamas, a terrorist organization, yeah. in its charter says, kill the Jews? How do you do that? Well, the pressure had to be on Hamas 30 years ago. This went wrong with Jim Baker and Bill Clinton uh, after after Ronald Reagan left office. Uh, Baker started it, this kind of romance with uh, Arafat. Uh, Clinton fell in love with him, got him the Nobel Peace Prize. Consider the fact that he killed 27 Americans. How could he even sat in the same room with him? Right. I mean, I, I investigated Arafat, had a warrant for his arrest when wow. I was U.S. attorney. And then, then Baker and all did away with it because they thought they could negotiate with him, which I thought was idiotic at the time and said it. And I threw him out of a, a celebration that, uh, that New York City had to the U.N. And I threw him out really to make the point that uh, we, shouldn't, we shouldn't be talking to this guy. The pressure should have been on the Palestinians from day one because they were the killers. They were the terrorists. Look, the Jordanians threw them out years ago, a million of them, because they were killing people in Jordan. Now, if you want to make them a state, you, you got to get them to give up terrorism. You got to get them educated. You got to get them ready to be a state. We don't want to make another terrorist state, another ter terrorist nation. Would be crazy. Well, Clinton offered them, offered Arafat 97%. Arafat turned him down flat. So they don't That's want it to, right. Rudy, they don't want there to be a state. They want Israel gone. They also want money. Arafat really? Arafat turned him down because if the war was over, the money would be over. You got to watch that in Ukraine, too. You got some pretty uh, slick people in Ukraine. And if the war is bringing in big cash, I don't know how anxious they are to end the war. 
Rudy, can we afford to get involved in another war? It looks like Biden wants to send $100 million to go support these good people over here, those good people over there. Got aircraft carriers on the way, 2,000 American troops on the ready. Can we afford this? We probably can. I mean, I don't think of it in terms of affording it. I think of it okay. in terms of uh, is it effective or isn't it? Uh, commitment of troops in Ukraine would be highly ineffective and not in our national interest. Now, you push this one too far, it might be different. Uh, at some point, somebody's got to get rid of the Ayatollah. You want to, I mean, it's almost like let's cut out the middleman and let's go to the problem. And, and that's the biggest, biggest, biggest gap in the in the Biden Obama administrations. They well, Obama the Obama had the chance, right? Obama had the chance to get involved because the people of Iran want the Ayatollah gone. And had Obama just given him even moral support, they might have done it. But he literally said, "We're not going to meddle in the election he of the Islamic Republic." Right? Freedom. It's disgusting. And Trump acknowledged them, and for four years they had that place in in a, in, a, in an uproar. Uh, to such an extent that you you have the Ayatollah worried a few times that he'd be overthrown. As soon as Biden came in, Biden stabilized him. This this uh, $6 billion that he, he tried to give him, this is the first money that Biden sent his way. Biden's been sending him money from the day he got in. He's been sending money to Palestine, too. Wow. That goes into one of those NGOs that's run by left-wing maniacs, and they give the money to Hamas. We're funding Hamas. You, the American taxpayer. Nobody, listen. Not when Trump was in office. You're the first person who said that, by the way. How how did Trump lock them down, Rudy? Iran was afraid. North Korea was afraid. He's dropping bombs on Syria while sipping tea with the the leader of China. How was he able to get that done? What a president does. This trip to to, uh, Israel is counterproductive when you look at the guy. He's not going to frighten anybody. Right. I mean, he, he won't even, his threat is, well, I say to Iran and don't, don't, don't. That's what he said, right. Twice now. Don't do what? You can't even say it. You're such a coward. You can't even say it. How, yeah, he, how is anybody going to be afraid of him? He yeah, gives it, the money. Obama gave them cash. Right. You give cash to a terrorist nation. Where do you think cash is going to go? It's for terrorists. Obama had to know that. I, I don't understand. I don't understand if these people have a conscience even. It's Rudy Giuliani. Go to RudyGiulianiCS.com, which stands for common sense. RudyGiulianiCS.com. Check out his show every day on WABC. He's America's mayor, and, and I love to have you on always. I've got to ask you very quickly about, about the gag order from the judge in Washington, D.C. I mean, I understand that gag orders are legal if there's something important going on, but they're literally telling a guy who's the front runner for the Republicans, who is leading Biden and everybody else in the polls, that he can't speak on the rally trail about the the undue attack on him by the DOJ. Rudy, is that legal, what she's doing? I don't think so. I, I don't know what right uh, she's protecting. The government, but this may sound a little strange to some people, but the government does not have a right to a fair trial or a speedy trial. Those are rights that belong to individuals. The government has to make do with whatever happens because it's so powerful and it's the government. The government isn't protected against us. We're protected against the government. Yes. The Biden administration and these wacky judges, liberal left-wing Trump-hating judges, have completely defiled the Constitution. How can you stop a person from talking? Even 
I have a right to come out of a trial and say anything I want about a judge. Right. They're not God. Some of them think they're God, but they're not God. And let's go to the case in New York. Letitia James, who has no case, by the way, there's no aggrieved party, therefore no fraud. Um, she every day goes on X or Twitter and tweets her entire case, yet Trump isn't supposed to be allowed to talk about it. Rudy, what am I missing? Am I, am I still you're in America? Not anything. What you're, what, you're, what you're seeing is essentially a fascist government in operation. We're watching, we're watching what we never thought we would see in America, uh, Pags. I mean, it's, it's, it, it makes you want to cry. I mean, if, if I, 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 if I, I, I borrow, if I borrow, I spent my life studying the law and being dedicated to justice, and uh, I've, I've seen the last five years, I've seen my whole world turned around. By if, the if I, if I, I borrow, they're, they're fascists. This is like East Germany. Well, no, it's worse. It's actually worse in some cases. At least in East Germany, you knew the rules. We knew that they were fascists and they Good were point. dictators. Good Here, point. we we think we're free, but we're not. It's Rudy Giuliani. Rudy Giuliani, CS. You're gonna be. What are you gonna be on? You're gonna do a show on Twitter tonight. I'll send people to go watch that too. Eight o'clock tonight on Twitter. Beautiful. We'll make it happen. Rudy, come back again very soon. I hope to see you very soon down in Florida. Yeah. And I really appreciate you making first. time. Yep. 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 We're gonna all be there. I always appreciate you. We're back after this. You Stay too. right here. Bags. I love being on. Don't be an A-Dub. Stay with the Joe Pag Show. Hi, glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. Lots to get to. Now, that interview... There's probably two or three more minutes of that. I'm going to, I'm going to put the entire thing up on Rumble tonight. We go even further into what Letitia James is trying to do to uh, Donald Trump in New York. So at the end of the day, you're going to get two or three more minutes of content that you, I just couldn't fit into the, into the, the slot that we have open for the interview. Always love hanging out with Rudy Giuliani. Next hour, we're going to go to, um, to Rome, Italy. That's where Bree Dale is. She is a, the Rome correspondent for the Daily Wire. So make sure you stick around for that. Gives great perspective historically and otherwise on what's happening in that region, what she knows from there, and that cardinal who's offering himself up in exchange for the for the hostages in Gaza. 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. This is the Joe Pags Show.